Hey everyone, welcome to So Taboo, your weekly podcast where we talk about everything you don't want to talk about, ranging from women's health to overall wellness. Hi! Welcome back to day, I don't know what, of the quarantine in Sotabu Pod. Um, today, we're very excited. We have another guest on the episode. Yep. I'm so excited. So I wanted to introduce Taki Bond, who is the founder of What's the Move app. Um, I'm so excited to have you. We're excited to have you, Taki. How are you? Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate y'all for having me. I'm doing all right. I'm... Uh... Just dealing with being on punishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everybody's on punishment right now. Um, but what have you been up to during this quarantine? Like, have you been in the down in the dumps about it? Or, like, how have you been taking it? Um, I've actually been taking it really well. Um, it made me kind of question, like, am I used to chaos? Is that why you're handling it so fine? Or, but, no, I think, I think it's because... Um, I'm a pretty optimistic person. So to me, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, we going through this, but there is, there is a silver line and there is going to be, you know, a time where we go, we go back to, I don't want to say normal, but like a new normal mm-hmm. of like, you know, of what our life is going to be. This isn't forever. So, you know, in that, in that meantime, instead of letting it get you down, you should be optimistic and, and think about, you know, be, just be positive. Just remain positive through it all. I know that's hard because not a lot, not everybody's living situation is ideal, or yeah, you know, not everybody is okay with sitting by themselves in silence. Like that's a a lot of people don't take that into consideration. That's a lot harder to do than you would think. Right, sitting, sitting with yourself is hard. So you know, I'm just you know being mindful of people, and um, just t- taking it day by day. Honestly, yeah, I feel like that's all you really can do because. Nobody was mm-hmm. ever prepared for this. Like, clearly the entire world was not prepared for this because we all got hit with it at once. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a, something that's going to make history books, like people down the line 20, 30 years from now. going be like, what was you doing when Corona hit? And it's going to be like pictures of people online at the supermarket six feet apart. Like stuff that we've never seen before is going to be like, wow, this was actually real life at a certain time. But um, yeah, so like, let's hop into you, Taiki, like exactly what you're into, what, you know, what we're talking about now. So you are the founder of What's the Move app. So yeah. can you explain a little bit like how you got started? What exactly is it? And, um, you know, the goal of this app. So What's the Move NYC is in a mobile app I started last, I launched the app last year, the, mm-hmm. uh, the platform actually yesterday was the, the five year anniversary. Oh, um, happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Oh. Um, so basically, 
it lets people know about parties, events, happy hours, restaurants, uh, everything going on in, in the city or anything fun that you can find social going on, you can find on what's the move. And I just want, I just started it, you know, just to connect people to, you know, different loops and, and circles and events outside of their, their own or what they're used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know myself, like, I made it because I personally was tired of going to City Island every weekend. So, <laughs> I mean, me and my friends need more choices. We need more things to do. So, you know, we, I, I created that. And, um, you know, luckily at the time I was a managing artist and hosting parties and I had a podcast and a radio show. So a lot of what I did was it all looped in together. Mm-hmm. So uh, just being in those rooms and meeting all those people while on those journeys and he prepared me for launching what's the move so you know after all of those things went went on and you know life happens and then you find out what which one of those things that you're doing is really your niche and really the thing you should be focusing on and um for me that was what's the move because that's that's the thing that stood the test of time mm-hmm. so now now i'm here just um just trying to make what's the move bigger make, make it a, a platform that you know, everybody could be proud of. And also I'm trying to uh, connect black people in tech and, and, and really speak on that diversity issue in tech. Um, I'm brand new to the tech industry. So seeing that there's so much diversity and me being so hip hop, I'm looking at it like, what you mean diversity? Knock on the door. They, they said we can't come in or something. What's up? Right. That person, like, what, what you mean we can't come? Or what you mean we can't say this? And because I don't owe anything to these tech companies, I feel like I can really speak my mind and speak how I feel. And I don't owe anybody anything. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I don't mind being that liaison for diversity with tech. Um, but it's it just, uh, it's just a building process. Yeah, absolutely. So in today's climate with the virus and you, and you being like, you know, more of a digital platform of bringing people together, um, and we can't be together right now. So yeah. how do you pivot right now? Do you have any plans to pivot? Um, and how have you adjusted? Um, I think uh, well, resilience is actually one of my favorite SAT words. Okay. <laughs> Literally all that, all that I could do right now is just be resilient and, um, you know, hope for the best. Right now, of course, What's the Move is pretty useless. It's, it's a platform that's not being used right now because we can't go anywhere. But I think with anybody who's an entrepreneur, when things like this happen and the best thing for you to do is not to panic, it's kind of teach yourself as much as you can about what's happening mm-hmm. and prepare for it to be over. Like I was saying earlier, like it's eventually going to end. Yeah. So me personally, what I've been doing is planning for that end. Like what is, what's the, this is a chance for me to rebrand and, and, and organize and redesign and, and do things differently with what's the move. So personally, I feel like it's a blessing mm-hmm. because you know, everybody gets to stop. The world gets to stop for a minute. Right. And, um, you know, I get this chance to really focus on building and making what's the move better and expanding and all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I agree. I feel like I, I'm taking it in stride in that way as well. I think I was I think I was telling Shanice this like even after this ends, people are gonna be dying to get out and they're gonna be looking for the first event that pops off, you know. So we had an event that we were planning um that got canceled, obviously due to corona, but I feel like it, because we have a lot of our ducks in a row, at least with the event part of it, that we're gonna be able to respond really quickly when things you know lighten up a bit and be able to like, you know, put our event out there immediately so that people 
have something to look forward to after, you know, this is over, a vaccine is created or whatever. So I think it's very important to, like you said, be resilient and, and you know, plan for the aftermath. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that with any, anybody who's an entrepreneur, um, you, you need to keep up with trends. Mm-hmm. And right now there, there are new trends. Uh, mask, having a mask right now, that's a business trend. If yeah. you know for a fact that people need masks, make masks. Yeah. If, if you can, if you have the material and you have the know-how, to, if you know how to sew, make masks. It's, it's, it's pretty, it's following trends, following what's hot and what's going on. And I, I love that you brought up because that's one thing that I've been using to stay optimistic is when this is all over, people are going to be dying to go outside. Mm-hmm. People are going to be dying to go to happy hour. They're going to be dying to go to restaurants. So what's the move is, is going right back up to one of those apps that you would be using on your everyday day, uh, everyday life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe exactly. even more now. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm just, with me, I'm just staying, you know, just staying positive and thinking towards the end of it all. Like, how does it end? What does that look like? How does it, how does it change things? And that's just keeping me uplifted, keeping me going. Yeah. It's funny because like, like you said, during these times, like everybody's stuck in the house and stuff. And like, I follow you on Instagram and I see that you've been like trying to host a book club, which I think was really, really cool. How was, how was that? How did that go? It was really dope. So I've been wanting to do a book club for a while. But um, I just, I, 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 me, myself, I'll be so flustered with life and just the day-to-day what's the move stuff and work and everything else that it's like, I never, I, I read more so for my, I'm a bookworm myself. So I read more so for my own pleasure than, you know, for bringing people together. But this was, I think, the perfect opportunity to launch the book club. People have been mentioning it, mentioning it to me before, like, Taiki, you know, you're well-read, you read these books, you have this insight on books. Why don't you, you know, share this with people and put it and put it together in a group? So. Mm-hmm. I finally did it, I think more so to give people something to look forward to during mm-hmm. the week, you know, cause I know everybody's going to be cooped up at home. So why not have, you know, one day out the week where you're like, okay, I, I have this and I'm, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm excited about this. That's dope. That's really dope because I think it's important to be thought leaders in this climate. Like, you know, people are looking for to pr- certain people that they follow for what to do, what's next, and what's going on in the media, or what's going, you know, what should we do with our time? Right. Okay, you're telling me I should read books? I'm gonna read books because I follow you and I respect you. And, you know, I like what you're giving off to me in a sense. So I think that's very innovative to come up with those ideas. Are there any other, like, or any plans for any? other types of content that you're going to do with your page to like push thoughts or push, you know, be a thought leader in well, this process? Um, with what's the move, I've been trying to do a lot of um, posting webinars because mm-hmm. I, I guess for the next couple of months or so webinars are going to be like our networking events or our inform- informational events and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've been uh, posting a lot of webinars and stuff and I'm actually going to throw a webinar. Um, so I don't know if y- y- y'all are familiar, but I had this uh, event series called Black Tech Matters. Yep, I wanted to mention that threw, leader. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I threw, you know, just throwing black tech events for people like myself who are from the hood or from the projects and never met a software engineer before. And, you know, this is their introduction to technology. So the same way I felt like this is my beginning of technology, I know there are people who feel the same way and people who feel out of place at these tech events. So let's create a space where these people can learn about technology, you know, and they're comfortable. They're learning from someone they trust, someone who looks like them, someone who talks like them, all that good stuff. Um, Then I almost got sued 
Wow. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, because uh, Black Tech Matters is already being used, and um, it was completely unbeknownst to me. I, I had no idea, and I'm usually the, the person that's on top of stuff like that, but I, I think it was just being excited about starting something fresh and not seeing it anywhere else, mm-hmm. and I just kind of went I just kind of went with it, but I, I got reached out by the person who owns it, and I ended up having to change the name, which was a blessing in itself, too, so... um. You know, now the name is Text to Move. Okay. And I'm about to throw one with Fiverr, a webinar with Fiverr on Wednesday about being a creator or, or a, <clears throat> excuse me, an influencer or a, um, a freelancer and how to survive this quarantine. Because there's so, much, there's so much going on on social media right now about what creatives and people should be doing. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, what, what's the real answer to that? Like, what should we be doing? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's funny that you said like feeling comfortable, not feeling comfortable in those like tech environments because I also have a um, cosmetics brand that's like my baby. And I went to a women in tech uh, conference thing one time just to, you know, see what it's about. It was supposed to be like a black women's chapter and they were very welcoming, but I'm not going to lie. It was low key intimidating. Like (laughs) some of these women, they just seemed like they knew all these terms and had all these things together. And I was a little nervous to ask questions because um, being an e-commerce platform and then also wanting to open my network and just all these things that um, either these, you know, some of these women could even help me with is why. I went or something that maybe I could learn to help myself with um, even coding like things of that nature like these are things that are you know I know of but I don't have I'm not an expert at all in and um, being a solo you know entrepreneur with my cosmetics company it's hard so I went there you know and it was you know like they were personable but I just felt like it would be I would you know I just wanted a, a an environment where I can go and a little bit more I don't know like I know exactly. I know exactly. What you know, like you know, I mean, like they speak a little bit more like me, or like, you know, break down these words a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Like put it like this. I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the projects in the Bronx. So I'm I, from the Bronx too. <laughs> all right. So cool, cool, cool. So you you got that Fordham. You got that Fordham road. I'm your, from Fordham. <laughs> Fordham road in your blood too. But it's like I go to some of these events, and even though it'd it be a black a black tech event, we're all black and we're all you know. We're all black. We're all in this space. We all want to learn about tech, but it's like, damn, why do I feel so out of place amongst other black people? Word. And it's because like we don't. These are black. Not to say that all black people went to tech or people who went to MIT or Harvard or Stanford and all these, you know, elite Ivy League schools. You know, not like the social network or anything like that. But it's, yeah. there was definitely there's definitely a difference in um. There's definitely a difference in our blacks. If that, you know, if that makes no, it sense. Makes like, sense. And it, it's, it's so crazy because I think about this all the time. Like we have this separation between, between our cultures within our culture. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we look at each other like we're the, like we, our opponents or we're the person that we're against or something like that because of that. And I always hated that. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of why I wanted to create this space also because everybody should be welcome to this to, to, to this industry, not just the people who went to the right schools and know the right terminology or, you know, have that, you know what I mean? And Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and like, I feel like it should be, 
more of an open, I guess, an open form where, okay, I might not know the, the terminology, but you're open enough to teach me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're not looking down on me because I didn't go to these like, schools exactly. and I don't know the terms. And, and Because we all have it in us, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. One of those things that I learned is a lot of this stuff can be taught on the job, too. So it's like, yeah. I always said, like, I feel like for certain careers, obviously, like, if you if you want to be like a lawyer or a doctor, school is definitely need it <laughs> but like yeah. for certain things I feel like a lot of these jobs you learn through experience you become better through experience and I just always felt like sometimes the degree that you get from college is a quote-unquote just golden ticket to get into the door in some of these spaces that's not necessarily an indicator of how you know well seasoned or educated you are it just shows that you got through school you you know you're dedicated you're you know, dedicated to school and you were able to get through those four years or however many years. But like, once you step foot on that job, it's like, okay, I didn't learn this in school. I didn't, if you didn't do internships or anything like that, it's like, you know, it's, I wouldn't say pointless, but it, it definitely is a disadvantage because experience to me is the best teacher. And I just feel like sometimes that's not always um, respected. It's like, you have to have this piece of paper to get through or to even get in the door. And it's like, no, like we all have minds. We all have, you know, willpower to learn. We should be open to teaching each other and, you know, lending that hand and having each other, you know, look out for each other and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. You say that because um, a little off topic, but I'm actually a dean at a charter school Mm -hmm. and I don't have a degree. Mm -hmm. I got kicked out of every college I went to. I don't have a degree, but one thing that my, the, the charter school that I work in, one thing they did see in me is that I had experience and I was able to build relationships with the kids and their parents and, and, and help, you know, instill a culture within our community. And that's, you can't find good teachers off the street. You don't find people who are, you know, really good at what they do just anyway. So when you come across someone who's really good at something, whether they have a degree or not, put them in position to work and be better at work. Um, because the thing about it, I think the business, uh, the business model for people is going to change like especially after this like having a degree is not going to be the saving grace now I think knowing how to do the job or having enough work ethic to do the job is going to be the thing that saves people because a lot of the time people take jobs I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've taken a job with no idea what they were talking about in orientation but say you know what I'm gonna figure it out yeah absolutely Absolutely. So wait, you saying you're a dean brings me to something else. Are you, do you do What's the Move alone? So I have a team for What's the Move, senior editor, um, social media manager, content creators. Oh, um, And then I also have ambassadors uh, helping me with other things, but I'll mention those things later on this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a squad, it's a team and I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I've always kind of been a leader, but now that I'm actually running a, a, a legit company with a team, it's mm-hmm. a little different. So I'm learning how to lead in different ways. So um, one thing is uh, I'm learning how to delegate and learning how to, um, you, know, you know, basically assign people like this is what I need for you to do. But there's a team because I, I could not handle all of this myself. Like the day-to-day running what's the move is too much. But um. How did you build your team? Like, did you look for contractors? Was it just people who believed in your brand? It was like, you know, I'm going to be in it with you. And when you make it, I make it. Or, you know what I mean? Because that's that's beautiful. And it's hard to find quality help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I I made my team. My senior editor is someone I've actually known since ninth grade. She, um, 
she has a degree in um, journalism. So I'm like, you know what? You could probably edit the hell out of some <laughs> some web page. Man. Like, I'm sure you could put that degree to use. Yeah. And um, she's just someone who's always supported me, always stood by me, and like just always was down for whatever crazy idea I've had. So she was just like, you know, I believe in you. So I'll, of course I'll help you. Of course I'll, I'll, I'll help you piece everything together and oh. build build everything and then everyone else I think yeah um just people that I've met along the way who just have that that level of expertise in in that area that I need them and they're like you know I'll help you because I believe in you but I my plan after this year um is to get everybody on my staff on payroll because my, oh. my staff definitely deserve it yeah yeah dope and that's that's amazing like shout out to your staff for like believing in you i mean right. western moon is a dope idea in itself so i'm mm -hmm. sure they saw like the potential of it and shout out to them for that too that's that's amazing yep i've definitely used what's the move trying to find something to do back when <laughs> i was like okay let me let me download this app and see what you have on here and it's actually some really cool stuff you put me on to some restaurants i had never heard of so shout out to me myself i surprise myself sometimes i'm looking on there and um i'll be uploading an event but like, i've never heard of this before like I, I gotta... <laughs> right so as a tech company do you and i know you you were just talking about the challenges of being you know a black owned company in the tech world how does that affect you giving funding like have you even have you even like dug into the funding thing because i know that's like a whole other the monster i've seen like i've been a part of a few um, webinars and like i went to a couple conferences and like that's just like an insane i don't know like that's just like a whole another thing to try to like tap into and I'm, it's already hard right. you know for tech for certain companies but to be a black owned company i'm sure it's pretty tough uh absolutely it's it's hard period just getting vc VCs to pay attention to you and say, you know what, I, I believe so much in your company and what and who you are and what you have to offer that I'm going to, uh, you know, invest thousands of dollars into your business. It's it's hard for anybody, but I think it's it's especially hard for uh, people of color and especially women of color and, and, and women, period, because it's kind of like that, that um, it's kind of like that old, I forgot what it's called. Dang, I forgot the movie, but it's like that old, that old club of, of old white men who keep themselves together and they give each other the, 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 the heads up and they, they put each other on and give each other the jobs. That is very, very much real. And I think that, um, I, so that group of, 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 of white men who run everything and they keep everything to themselves and they don't put people on, that's very real. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for anybody to give VC funding. I think it's especially harder for black people to give VC funding because like I said, there's such an underrepresentation of us in technology mm -hmm. that it's almost like finding a unicorn. If you find somebody with a black person with a tech brand, it's like, you know, I, do yeah. I believe in this company enough to invest in it? Or is it just something that I'm gonna watch, uh, from a distance? Because one thing I'm learning, because I'm actually like entering that that stage now. One thing I'm learning is not, people will love your idea; they'll love who you are, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to give you the funding. And exactly. um, I think with with us, you know, people of color, we just have less outlets and less resources to find people that are going to be giving us, you know, that type of funding. And yeah. I think what makes it even worse is there are so many um, black venture capitalist platforms and 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 
companies out here, but I'm very, very wary. One thing I've learned about being in this black tech space is I'm very, very wary of the people who are, uh, or uh, that are pro uh, black this, and I love everything black this and support everything black that. Because nine times out of ten, they don't really mean that. They just saying that because it's trendy and it sounds nice. Because yep. there's so many times I can tell you that I've been snubbed by somebody else who was black, and I'm just saying here like, why? Why are you treating me like that of all people? But mm-hmm. I, I think the, the, the most you could do is just take that, put it in your work and the right person, the right connection, the right time, everything will come together the way it's supposed to. You just keep your head down and keep working. The money will find you, especially if you have a product that, um, is, or a service or a platform that is just remarkable. The money will find you. You just got to keep working and keep your head down. Word. I mean, th- it could be a whole other episode on how, like, Black people as a community, how we're so hard on each other, and how yes. we don't build each other up as we should. I mean, like, I remember even my time abroad, just seeing, just having literally someone say, I, there was this girl in my group, and she was like, she was um from Brazil, met a complete other stranger from Brazil, and he was like, oh, you want a gondola ride? Mind you, these gondola rides are like, 150 euros you know ahead yeah I'm going to take you and all your friends just because you're from where I'm from and I'm happy to see you you know what I mean and like not to say like just because you black you're supposed to be giving freebies but you should definitely there should be a sense of grace because you have a shared experience that no one else has you know what I mean like we're all different of course but we all have this as far as like black people in America at least we have this unique experience and we know we know the struggle even even if you're middle to upper class you know what the person below you is going through so i feel like there needs to be this sense of grace and it took me some time to realize that because i was i was one of those people at a younger age where i was like i'm not going to be you know just like my sister my brother like i don't get that why do people do you know what i mean i didn't understand but it's about it's about creating community so i totally understand what you mean by that like and and that's where we that's where we need to be. You're you're 100 right. It's it's about creating community, and that's where we need to be. Like I think that it sucks that it took us for something like this to happen, for people to be uh, showing their human side and and doing human things and making the right choices. Right. But you know that's just where we are, and yeah. um, <laughs> it sucks. But that that's just where we are. So I think any time you get the chance to kind of show that human side and be human go for it you know absolutely agree but thank you so much Taki for you know spending time with us talking to us and just shedding some light on what you're into what's the move NYC app um and all of your other endeavors let us know where we can find you um and how to keep in contact with you you can find that first off thank y'all for having me um I, I i appreciate y'all anybody anytime someone invites me to their platform it means a lot to me because i still don't know why people listen to the things that i say sometimes um, <laughs> so it's a, a blessing you have a lot of insight um yes but i've also talked myself into situations and things that i have to talk my way out of so it's like uh. <laughs> Sometimes my word is gold, and sometimes it's like, uh, Taki, we could have did without that. Like, please. Oh, and people can learn from that too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but um, again, I appreciate y'all for having me. Um, you can find me at uh, Taki Bond on all my social platforms. That's my, my first and last, my real first and last name. 
or you can find, or, you know, go to What's the Move NYC on social platforms or What's the Move NYC.com. Make sure you download the What's the Move NYC app. Um, and if you are in a city outside of New York, stay optimistic and stay hopeful. Yeah, Absolutely. dope. Thank All you right, again. Guys. No, thank y'all. Um, so Taboo Pod, uh, thank you guys for listening to another episode. Be sure to follow Taki and all his, all his platforms and continue to follow us at So Taboo Pod on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And yeah, have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye.